Starting in three, two, one. Hey yo, the boys are back. Week six is done. That was an exciting week. Yeah. Three three overtime games, almost the fourth. It was a nice bye week for us. Yeah, we took a took a break off of uh, week five and six, and we're we're back for week uh, six and seven. Do you have anything to say before we start, Jimmy? Not really. Just yeah. uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, yeah, ha- happy to be back. Yeah. Um, and as promised, we have a guest this episode. Uh, we'd like to introduce one of our league mates, Ryan. Ryan, can you tell us about how, how you got into, onto this cast? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, I think this week's um, or last week's uh, condition to get on was to guess the total amount of points scored between the Bills and Chiefs game. Uh, I guessed 50. I think it was 50. I think it was like three away or something yeah, like that. 58 yeah, 58 or something. Yeah, so it was, it was close. It was close, but you were the closest. Yeah, so. ha- happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. we I, finally have our first uh, in-person, you know, our first in-person guest. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I bought I bought some equipment and we've been waiting to use it. It's been it took us seven weeks to get here. Just yeah. seven, you know, six weeks to get here. We're on the seventh now. So, um, yeah. So today we have a couple of segments for you guys. More than a couple, actually. We have who stat over under, and we have the bipocalypse draft. Ooh. So, um, before we hop into, uh. Our first segment. I just want to ask you guys, how do you get, like what's what's your uh, your uh, temperature on your teams right now going into week seven? You know the week the uh, the season. We're almost like halfway into the season, so I just wanted to see like yeah. a temperature check on your teams. Brian, why don't you why don't you take go, uh, take this first? Yeah, sure. So um, my team's pretty hurt. You know, if you guys look at my bench. I got I got no one. All zeros. IR out. Look, it's looking rough, but. Uh, I was able to put up 168 points. That was that was crazy. I think it was most in the league this this week. Yep. Yep. Um, I did not expect that. Um, and I was looking at the rankings, and I am six, sitting in six. I'm two and four too. So I think the race for that last playoff spot is pretty tight. Yeah, it's, it's on the cusp. Yeah. If you guys actually look it forward in the uh, if you go to league uh, in sleeper, you guys can actually look forward and actually see where everybody is in the playoffs right now. Right. Yeah. Like you can see where everybody's supposed to like, is in the brackets based off the rank, off the rankings. Yeah. Um. As for my team, um, I feel like I'm in a pretty tough spot because <laughs> I'm 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 right in there with Ryan fighting for that sixth spot and sixth is in the playoffs. So, um, there's four of us fighting for it. Christina still has possibility to get in there too. Um. Uh. So there's five of us actually fighting for that spot. Yeah, it's never over, you know. It's fantasy. Yeah, it's still yeah. it's still yep. only week six. There's, we still have quite a few weeks to go. Yep. So if you if you get on a hot streak, you can easily get in. Yeah, right. it's, it's very competitive down there. It is. It is. <laughs> How about you, Jimmy? Um, I mean, I don't really want to talk about my team too much because I, I'm afraid to, to jinx it. Um, I'm just happy to be where I'm at right now. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's right. been nice up there, huh? <laughs> the weather's nice up here. <laughs> In second place, not 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 quite first. Not quite. I have to. I'm I'm up against Goliath. Goliath. I yep. know. You're, so you're David or are you Jimmy? I'm Jimmy. <laughs> David's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that's funny. That's uh, all right. So what's on the what's on the? Oh, I already I already talked about what's on the episode for, uh, on the radar for today. Let's uh, let's just get into it. Week one, um, segment one, week six. Yeah, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back to who's that? Uh, so what we're gonna do here, if you guys haven't listened before, in uh, who's that? We're all gonna present a stat line or two, and uh, the other hosts are going to guess what who uh, who that stat line belongs to. So um, I think each of us have two two players this week. So let's our, let's let our guests go first. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. So for my first player, this player is a wide receiver. Uh, this past game, he caught 10 out of 13 receptions for 70 yards and two touchdowns. 70 yards and two touchdowns. So this guy. So that puts him in half PPR. That puts him at about 20 points. Yeah, twenty. I think it was 20, 22, something there. So pretty close. Yep. Big he, game. So big he game. Got, he got 13 targets this week. This past week, thirteen targets. He caught a lot of, of looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, how how do you guys want to do? this? Does each of us get one guess, or uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, do, let's do one guess. Let's keep it, it to one. Yeah, let's keep it yeah. to one guess. All right. Um. So basically, whoever goes second is going to have the advantage if the first guess is wrong. That is true. So no hints, then I guess. No hints. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. Let's go for it. <laughs> All right. Um, in the twenty point range. Do you want to take? Do you want to go first, Jimmy, or should I? I don't know. I'm trying to think right now. So, uh, I mean, this guy is probably, I would say, top ten on the week. Yeah, easily. Maybe, maybe top fifteen, but I think he could be easily top ten. I feel like this is one of those tricks, man. Uh, players that you don't really expect, right? Yeah. Seventy yards, though. Seventy yards, two touchdowns. Which- All right, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess Tyreek Hill. Sorry, buddy. All right. Uh, good guess, though. Good guess. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what teams have a player that caught more than one touchdown, and I'm not entirely sure. But I'm just gonna take a stab at it. Over. Is, is it Marvin Jones? Dang. I don't, did, did he even catch one? No, he did. Oh, he, he, did. Did. he got a okay. touchdown. Yeah. You guys want to figure out who it is? Or do you want me to tell you? Yeah, you gotta tell us now. It's gonna be a little surprise, but uh, his name is Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Oh, from Miami Dolphins. Miami oh, Dolphins. Right game, wrong player. Yep, there you go. So um, I just wrote, you know, Tua's back. I think that was his first game coming back. Yeah. You know, his favorite targets there, yep. Waddle. Um, I believe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Devontae Parker? Devontae Parker. I think yeah, him a, and um, the Preston, other. Preston, Preston Smith was out. Yeah. yeah. A number uh, of guys was out. Preston yeah. Williams. It was, it was, Preston, it was pretty yeah. much just Waddle there and uh, Kiseki for the running back. So he got most of the targets there. Um, so. Surprise! I actually had him in a different league uh, for mm-hmm. fantasy, so he he did well. Um, but yeah, he was a standout and definitely a surprise for most people, I believe. How, how do you feel on him going forward with Tua? I I think he's the number one guy there. You think I, so? I think so. But then Tua, you know, I don't see Tua as being uh, like a starter for dynasty uh, formats only because I don't think he's consistent enough. So even so, you th- you're saying that even in even in two quarterback leagues, like we like. Ours is essentially a two, right, two right, quarterback league. You right. don't think that he's under a QB two? He's more of a QB three then. QB three for you know, like so, if you have a bye season, a bye week or something. Only because his team, his the offense is not that great. Right. In, in my opinion, they're I believe still one and five. Yeah, uh, they're. they're, they're I really think bad. they lost that game too, um, and they they have the potential, but I don't think for this year I would trust Tua. But um, if Waddle got thirteen targets, which is a lot, good good amount for a game, mm-hmm. so. 
I don't know. Thirteen is really yeah. good. So yeah, I can see. I can see what you mean because um, I've been looking in the in the news where they said that you know they're looking to trade for Watson mm-hmm. um, to bring him to Miami because right. I guess they don't trust Tua enough. Right. Um, but I really don't. I really don't blame him. His like injuries, his mm-hmm. injury history, and um, you know all his all his options are out. You know Will Fuller, yep, Devontae yep. Parker, you know Preston Preston Williams, all those guys are out. So he doesn't really have much options. So you know Jalen Waddle was a sleeper. I feel like for week six. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, g- good news for both though. They're young. Yeah, they have a so, lot of opportunity ahead yeah, of them so. regardless. Yeah, but for now I would stay away. Yeah. Um, I'll follow it up with another wide receiver. So um, my wide receiver. As a uh, six targets, five receptions for seventy nine yards and a touchdown. Six uh, targets that comes out to about sixteen and a half fantasy points in our league. Ninety one percent of the snaps yep. played. Ninety one percent of snaps played. I have that in the dock. Only five, six oh. targets, huh? Only six targets. So not not that many, but it's not it's not nothing either. Right, so right. He plays. Well, if you look at his snap count, he he plays definitely plays. He's in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he only got targeted six times. So what does that tell you? I think he's double covered. So who is it? I think this might be a top ten guy. Oh, I think I think I have a guess, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to be wrong. Oh, oh. Uh, you guess. You guess last, Jimmy. You guess first on the last one, Jimmy. How about uh, Ryan? You want to go first this time? Yeah, I got a number of guys here. You know. Yeah. Oh, who Who are you uh, sifting through? D Hobbs is one of them because I have him on my fantasy and. He does not get targeted a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a. I think he's a top five receiver. They're just not utilizing him as much because Kyler Murray literally has so many weapons, and they just got Zach Ertz. Right. Um. So I'm thinking the target is not there. He did get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um. That's why I'm leaning towards that. Uh. The other guy I'm leaning towards might be uh, Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh. I do believe he got a touchdown last night. He did. Um, but he does get targeted a lot. That's that's the thing. You know. I, I'm gonna go for D Hops. Is it D Hops? Ah. It is not. How about you, Jimmy? Who do you Now got? that you brought up Diggs, I kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards Diggs. But uh, I mean, at at first glance, I thought it was Justin Jefferson. I'm not. That's not my final answer. <laughs> um, that's a good guess. Too. I'm gonna say Stefan Diggs. <laughs> it's not oh. Stefan Diggs. Uh, definitely not Jeff, Justin Jefferson either. Justin Jefferson. I know he has like 12 plus targets. He's very targeted. He was very targeted in the past week. Uh huh. Um. But Ryan, you were closest. It was a cardinal. Oh, uh, AJ it was, Green. It's AJ Green. Oh no! It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not sneak. He snuck right I love, there. I love, I love the sneaky players. And there you go. I just I put him in there because if you look at his past five weeks since week two, mm-hmm. um, he's been pretty vi- viable as a player, getting um, like he, like in the w- wide receiver two range, like ten plus points almost every week except for week five. Right. Um, since week two, um, 11.9 points, 13.7 points, 15.2 points, 1.8, and then 16.4 since week two. Uh, and this is his best week so far. So like, he's looking like he might be in every, every week flex. How do you got, how do you guys feel about AJ Green? Cause when he was with the Bengals and Andy Dolan, he was a top, I say top seven receiver. He, yeah. He was really good at first. And then he started falling off the train and now that he's on the Cardinals, He's looking usable again, but he's he's an older player, so I don't. He's for for the purpose of dynasty in our league. I'm not looking to trade for him or anything like that because I don't want to get caught holding the bag with him. Right. Uh, wide receivers typically, like on average, so, so there are definitely wide receivers that are older that that play well, like AJ Green. 
but on average, their the age that they start falling off is around thirty two. So I'm not looking to trade for him, but he is a great if you like really need somebody for a week. Um, what about you, Jimmy? What do you think? Well, I, I like him basically for the fact that you know he's a big target for Kyler, um, but I don't know if he can be trusted like week in and week out because he I kind of I kind of see him as like an Antonio Brown type of player. Well, not not as explosive, but he can he can get it done on like you know week week by week. Um, so I don't really trust him. Like I feel like he's he's he was good, um, and there's too too many options on that team. But when you compare AJ Green to uh, Antonio Brown, I think you can definitely say that AJ Green has much more of a consistency factor. He's not it's definitely not as explosive like you're saying, but uh, out of the past six weeks, four of them is ten plus points. Yeah. I mean, like with with Zach Ertz coming into town too. Like now, now there's another mouth to feed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really. But even so, before they had Max Williams, who went off for two of those games. Yeah. So, I mean, so somebody, I guess it's somebody to think about. Uh, Ryan, do you have any thoughts? All I know is if you have Kyler Murray, you're all set. Yeah. And you literally have six, seven, not including Christian Kirk, uh, James Connors, and uh, Chase Emmons. Yeah. That team is stacked. Yeah, they they they're they're solid. They're yeah. definitely a contender for this year. Yep. Yeah, I mean AJ Green is a reliable target. He, if you need you need that first down, he can get it for you. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, good, good player, good player. Yeah. Well, let's move on, Jimmy. What's your uh, what? Give us a player. Give us All a right, stat. So, line, so I'm not gonna give you a position. Oh. It's just gonna be player one, but you can probably figure it out just by the stat that I'm giving you. Um, so this player played 72 percent of the snap, um, 21 rushes. For 62 yards and two touchdowns. He also caught three passes for uh, 27 yards. Wow. I don't know, Elvis. I assume this is a running back. This is a... Yeah, I mean... I I think so too, Brian. Just based on that stat line. Mostly uh, the the fact that it's like 20 plus rushes. I think that just screams (laughs) running back. Two touchdowns. No, it's a kicker. (laughs) The kicker, uh, two touchdowns though. Two touchdowns. Um, so let me see. Let, let me let me try to see if I can ballpark his fantasy points. Yeah. Um, two touchdowns already puts him at twelve points and sixty-two yards. So he's probably at like twenty, probably about twenty-five points with his reception. Twenty-five, twenty-six, maybe twenty-seven points. Sixty-two yards. Am I off, Jimmy? No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just getting ready. <laughs> Jimmy put his finger over the fing- uh, his finger over the button. Oh, he's already he's already. <laughs> so I thought that I was like wrong on the fantasy point es- <laughs> estimate. No, you're good. Um, all right, I'll go first since Ryan went for, went first last time. Go for it. Um, is it is it twenty something rushes? Is it Derrick Henry? I know he rushed like some twenty some, some twenty something times. I think he got a on one play. He got a seventy six yard touchdown. <laughs> he did. He did. I'm stupid. stupid. That's right. That's his first touchdown of the day. Yeah, too. that was. All right. I think it's Leonard Fournette. Oh, nobody's got a point yet. So Derrick Henry actually got three touchdowns yesterday. Oh, <laughs> he had three. Yeah. Um, it's kind of unexpected, but it's uh, it's Daryl Williams from the Kansas City Ooh, Chiefs. Oh, I right, knew that he right, had two touchdowns. Right. Yeah, and I only I, I only him, bring him up. Because, like, he gets so much production at the uh, the you know the end zone. Yep. And then where's where's C C E H at? Yeah. You know, like, the, why aren't they using Clyde the same way that they're using Daryl? Why weren't they using Clyde the same way they're using Daryl? Because, like, this is literally the same position, same team, and you don't see those kind of numbers from from Clyde. Yeah, it's, it just frustrates me as a C E H owner. Um, twenty one rushes for sixty two yards is horrid. Like, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um. 
But I guess he, you know, he's he's the only guy there besides Jerry McKinnon right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much, you know, how much playtime he's getting. Um, but two touchdowns, you know, he just pads his stats just by scoring for them. Yeah. But the thing is, I think something to kind of think about for that player is that touchdowns is not a sticky stat. Like, it doesn't always come around. Um, so you can't rely on that being a consistent stat for a player. Yeah. So I mean, if I'm we not take, Derek Henry. If we take away, if we take away those two touchdowns, he's he's you know not he he, won't, he probably wouldn't be top ten. Yeah. Definitely He'd be not. average on the week. Very average on the week, I think. So, um, let's cycle back. Um, Ryan, let's give. How about you give us your second stat line? All right, you guys ready for this one? Yep. So this is a running back. He had 21 carries for 78 yards, one rushing touchdown, and then two receptions for 29 receiving yards. And one reception touchdown. So he was used a lot. So he got two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. Uh, Sounds like a Cordero Patterson stat. Yeah. He, but he, he didn't he, play. He didn't, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't receive a lot of receiving work, a decent amount of receiving work, too. Yeah. Um, do, you want, do you want to go first, Jimmy, or should I? Um, I'll let you go first. All right. I'm going to take my stab at Najee Harris. Okay. Ooh, sorry, buddy. It's all right. It's oh, all right. man. <laughs> Who caught a touchdown? Which running back caught a touchdown? How did I not see that in the highlights? I want to say, no, it can't be. I was thinking of Jonathan Taylor, but it can't be. You know what? I'm just going to guess. Um, yeah, I'll say Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, nice try. It's Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson of the Rams. The Rams. Oh, I took too long. The, the, the fire trucks are coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he actually played against uh, New York Giants. And uh, the defense is just atrocious. So yeah. he was, he had a heavy, heavy day. I think 78 rushing yards is still not that great. It's not. I, I expect for the Giants, I think the, the 28th or 29th of rushing defense, expected that to be over 100, well over the 100 mark. Yeah. Um, but he did get a couple receptions. He did get a receiving touchdown, uh, which is nice. Um, and he's clearly the workhorse for the Rams. Yeah, so. definitely. Because there's really nobody getting that much work behind him. Like Sony Michelle is like there, but... Yeah, I, I don't think... He plays that much. Um, and the the hard thing is, like, I think the Rams with Matthew Stafford, they're a throwing team. Yeah. They have Cooper Cup, Woods, mm-hmm. Everett. Van Jefferson, a, even Van Jefferson, right. deep threat. I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to utilize the run, which is why I think he has 78 rushing uh, yards. But um, if, if they're going to blow teams out, they might try to use them more and, you know, just the clock down and maybe get some more fantasy points yeah i definitely see that being like the main way that they use henderson basically to uh run down the clock when they have the lead yeah he had a pretty good game i mean if you compare him to um daryl williams they kind of had the same same stats mm-hmm. two touchdowns 21 you know carries basic yep. basic yardage and receptions yep was he, i was looking at his stats he got 23 points in fantasy but if you take out the the reception touchdown in the yard, you mm-hmm. know, again, not top 10, but he's down to 12. Right. But again, like you said, all this, the, uh, the touchdowns matter. So yeah. as long as they use him in the end zone, I don't, I don't see, uh, why you would bench him or anything. Yeah. He's definitely a starable asset. Jimmy, I don't know what your, what your position, what your next position is. So I'm just going to follow up with a uh, quarterback. Um, so quarterback, he has, uh, 19, 29 attempts, uh, 19 of them were caught for 271 yards. Um, three touchdowns and five rushes for 20 yards. I don't like this stat. Wow, he did not throw that much, huh? 
29? 29. He didn't throw, I mean, attempts? I feel like tw- about 30, tar- 30 is about a little bit above average in uh-huh. terms of throwing attempts. Um, his yardage is, is good, cl- close to 300. Um, Do we know what those three touchdowns were? Are they all passing touchdowns? They're all passing touchdowns. Okay. I've rushed. So that kind of eliminates some choices for me. Which QB threw for three touchdowns? Runs for a little bit. I'm just going to go based off of the, the box score this week. <laughs> so you're going to take the first guess, Jimmy? Yeah, I'll take, I can take the first guess. I'm going to go with uh, Kirk Cousins. Not oh. Kirk Cousins. Dang it. Try again. Uh, Ryan, try again, actually. <laughs> Wait, I got Kirk, a second chance? Kirk Cousins was like good. He, he, he threw a couple touchdowns, I believe. 19 for 29. I think I'm going to go with... Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I had Aaron Rodgers in my mind. Did you? Um, that's why I asked Elvis it was uh, what kind of touchdown it was because he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, this Aaron Rodgers uh, had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. I didn't watch the game. Was, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You should have seen him though. After he scored that touchdown, he's like, I Yo, own you. Dude, he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that self, self, <laughs> yeah. That's that pretty dope. Yeah. But, uh, he, he's known for to scramble a little bit. You know, that's why. Once that's why in a while. He, five, five rushes. Yeah. 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 Un- unlike uh, Josh Allen, who was predicted this week when his uh, his game-winning attempt is that who it was? <laughs> no, no, it's not Josh Allen. Oh, I so, say. Uh, it's um, it's Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. So I, I can see that. Yeah, I, yeah. I picked Joe Burrow this week, um, because he's in the quarterback one range for our for our league. This on the week, on, on week six, he's seven seventh as a quarterback. So, um, I I see him as a, a solid QB two play, like your second quarterback, um. And I already mentioned that he was seventh this week. He's he, a little fun fact. He's never thrown less than two touchdowns in any game this season. Um, that's, that's crazy. And then aside from aside from one game, he's never under two hundred yards. So he's 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 a pretty solid, pretty consistent guy, getting you like uh, generally like twenty points, being a solid QB two. So um, yeah, that's why he's my 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 quarterback. I that line. Yeah, I really like Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's really I, young too. So. I, I think he got over because, like, you know, how, like when Sam Darnold said he saw ghosts. Mm-hmm. I think this preseason, Joe Burrow said something familiar after he got hurt last season, his mm-hmm. rookie year, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he, you know, was scared. Um, but I think with Jamari Chase and uh, Mixon and all those receivers there, the offense and defense is there. Yeah, and they're they are winning games. Mm-hmm. So I think his confidence got boosted up, and he's gonna. He could be a gunslinger. He's gonna be yeah. I think crazy padding up the stats. I think once this this team kind of meshes together a little more. Yep. I think they're gonna be pretty good because especially with Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is his biggest uh, confidence booster because they played together in college. Yeah, they had that connection, you know. And yeah. Um, what do you I, think? Do you think? It, well, I think. Thoughts? Well, for this week, it's one of his biggest tests because he's playing against Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that defense is pretty lethal. Yeah, we'll be talking about that coming up. Um. So let's let's uh, move forward to our last stat line. All right, so my second player, I'll, I'll give you guys a hint for this one because you, you'll probably think it's a, it's a wide receiver, but it's a tight end. So he played 88% of the snaps, uh, four receptions, 29 yards for one touchdown. Hey, do you want me, do you want me to go first? I think I have a guess. Uh, if you have a guess, yeah, go ahead. OJ Howard. I really, thought, I really thought that was it. Elvis, this is your chance to get a point. I know. I, I, I would finally win something. <laughs> Um, one touchdown, not very many yards, right? Is that what we said? Mm-hmm. It's only uh 
29 yards. 29 yards for receptions. Is it Robert Tunyon? Was it Mark Andrews? Nice try. No, it's not Mark Andrews. It's <gasps> the uh, new Cardinals tight end, Zach Ertz. Wait, he played this uh, week? No, already? he played, he played so Philly. He played, oh, he, he, he played uh, yes, Thursday. Yes. Or, yeah, he played Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yep, then yep. he got shipped off He's, like right. after that. Um, I saw a video where he was like kind of emotional after the game. So I don't know. I don't know if he like knew that that game was his last game as an as an eagle. Yeah. Um. So like, I don't know. Does is he gonna put up the same stats on his new team? I think it's very possible for him. I was seeing how Max Williams produced. Um, and we already know that Zach Ertz has been has proven himself in the past. So he's definitely capable. He's a little older now, but um, he's been doing it on the Eagles. As, as you can see in this past week, he was doing just fine when Dallas Goddard wasn't eating into his production. And it's some, he's a player that actually, I know Jimmy put as a sleeper for, in our blog post. And I, I actually had, has him, had him as a start as a, at the tight end position. Right. And he did just fine by himself. So being if he's by himself in Cardinals, I think that um, the same applies to any Cardinal that, you know, they're going to have volatility due to all the weapons. But he'll be solid have solid weeks for sure yeah yeah i think it's the quarterback issue so jalen hurts is a sophomore but he only started what two or three games last season yeah not really right he's unproven um just going through like this season he's doing okay but he's clearly not utilizing Ertz as he should um and with goddard in the mix it's kind of lowers uh receptions but with you know kyler murray being more experienced and i think more dynamic qb I think Zach Ertz is gonna revitalize uh, his career there. I really, yeah. I really do think that. Just another big, big guy for you know Kyler to throw to. Right, and I think they only gave a fifth round for him, right? Yeah, something like that. I feel bad. I kind of feel bad for Ertz because oh, yeah. you know the way that his you know his career ended with the Eagles. I feel like they could have they could have gave him like you know a sweeter like happy era ending. Mm-hmm. I think he was like the culture that you know him Nick Foles during yeah. that uh, Super Bowl run they had. Yeah. You know, those are those are the guys, and you know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Is Hopefully, it? he does well. Right. All right. So uh, that's it for our um, our first segment. Well, oh. zero points. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. This is the first. This, we're all this, losers. Yeah. I mean, this is only our second time to the segment, but we're <laughs> all. It's. It, I. I do think it's hard to get a point. There's so many players to choose from, and like you really have to know the stats well for every yeah. single player to get something right. Yeah. I, I also like the players we picked. They weren't studs. Yeah. They were like, but they produced well. Yeah. That I, was the thing. This is this is something that I mention all the time, like in the background, like, because um, I love talking about players. We, there's no need to talk about like players like Derrick Henry because we everybody knows he's good. Right. Right. There's, so like, we just be repeating what everybody else says. So when we talk about players that are like, like these players, we bring a little more uh, dynamics to our league and a little more confidence to the, our league mates who are, who need to make decisions of who to start. Right, yeah, I think it's, it's it's good to bring up like some of these guys, guys' stats for like a good like for a talking point because they don't really get talked about that often or that much. Um, like Daryl Henderson, he kind of flew under the radar this week for me. I didn't know he scored two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really nice like comparing them to those studs and like you know once in a while one of these players will become th- those stars and studs. Yeah, there you go. So you know, it's it's our w- good way of keeping tabs on that, and then uh, following them to stardom. Let's move on to our uh, our second segment. What is it, Jimmy? 
It's the week seven over under segment. Yeah, so yeah, we're bringing back week seven say uh, over under, and um, so what we're all gonna do here is we're basically going to present a player or a team and get, present a stat line, and the other two hosts are going to take the over or the under, and we'll discuss why we're doing that. Man, so, I, I love that drop. That that that's a new one. That was one of the built-in ones for our so recording. Funky. I was vibing over here. <laughs> Maybe if we uh, maybe we get in the studio and uh, record an actual <laughs> transition drop, that'd be dope. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Um, who wants to start? Uh, Jimmy, uh, you started. Uh, Ryan started last one. How about uh, Jimmy and I start one of these ones? You can kick it off, Elvis. Sure. All right. So um, I have listed here segment one QB in the show doc because I didn't want to give it away, but it's, it's um for my segment one QB. So segment one QB, it was Joe Burrow. So. Uh, Joe Burrow over under 2.5 touchdowns. Like I said, he has never thrown less than two touchdowns this season, but the most he's had is also three, which happened like in two, I think two of his six games. So what, what are you guys taking? The over or the under for 2.5 touchdowns? Uh, Who is he playing against? Oh, Baltimore. He's playing against right, Baltimore. Right, right. So it's going to be a tough game for right, him. Right, right. So I can, I can take this one if you want, Ryan. Yeah, go for it. Um, so playing against a hard... Tough defense um, and a g- pretty good offense. The, like the Ravens has have stepped it up these past couple weeks. Uh, I think these guys are going to play from behind the Bengals. So Burrow is going to have to throw more than he likes to, I guess. Um, so I'm going to take the over here. And I'm going to say he's going to have more than two and a half touchdowns. Sounds good. What do you think, Rand? Uh, I also think Joe Burrow is going to get the over. And the reasoning for that, I think, again, I think he has the confidence, Booster. Um, and the Ravens' defense, they look scary, right? But they're also missing a lot of key players. And I think they got a couple injuries last week as well. Mm-hmm, they did, uh, they did. The biggest piece that's missing is Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say top five uh, cornerback. Yeah. They don't have him. And Joe Burrow can throw. Um, as long as they get open, um, they're going to catch it. And again, like uh, what Jimmy said, they're gonna. I, I believe they're gonna play from behind. Just yes. from judging from how Lamar's been doing, um, they're gonna. He's gonna need to throw it, and I think he'll get four touchdowns. That's that's my prediction. Mm. Bold prediction, yep. especially against the Ravens. Yep. Because I don't think they can run it. I don't think Joe Mixon can run it with that defense. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. But uh, just to be contrarian, I guess we have to have a little somebody that's a little different. I'm I'm gonna take the take the under. He's gonna go for another two, um, and I I don't know how. But, <laughs> but um, both by rushing. Both, both, um, I'm, I just feel like the Ravens defense is they're tough and um, they're gonna they're gonna put a lot of pressure on Joe, knowing that Marcus Peters is out. They're gonna have to uh, stop it the, the play at the quarterback instead of letting them even get to the wide receiver. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, and I think they're playing in Baltimore too, so it's always hard, you know, going into enemy soil and try to trying to you know, win the game, but. I think it's going to be competitive. I think the Bengals might take it here, though. Oh, that'd be interesting. That's to see. a bold, that's a bold take too, because the the chart they the Ravens beat the Chargers last week, and the Chargers yeah. are prolific. In beat them senseless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to our next over under. All right, I can hop in. Um. So I have Cordero Patterson over under two total touchdowns. Um. So he's coming out of the bye. You know, fresh legs are fresh. Um, hands are fresh. So 
I'll give you a stat. So he only he he's played five games so far this season, and he's had uh, two games where he um, has had over two touchdowns. Uh, Ryan, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. So um, Cordero Pat- Patterson's on the Falcons right now. Yep, yes. The Falcons. Yeah. So I think he's one of their top guys. Um, I know Calvin Reddy did come back, um, which might take it away from him. But he is also like a duo running back receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami's defense, I don't think is like the best. But I think with Calvin Ridley coming back and taking receptions, I think he's going to be under for this one. I think he's going to get one touchdown. But uh, with Kyle Pitts and, and Calvin Ridley in the way that um, – Matt Ryan's is playing. I just don't feel confident that he can can get two. Yeah, I'm also going to take the under here. Um, in the past, you know, first uh, five weeks because they had a bye last week, he's only had uh, he's had a two, two touchdown game and a three touchdown game, and other than that, he hasn't had touchdowns. So basically, uh, it seems like it could just as easily be Mike Davis who had a touchdown in his um the past game that they played. So uh, Cordero Patterson is mainly being used as a running back, even though he has that wide receiver eligibility. He just It's just that I'm worried that he might be able to do the the catching work as a running back and get those two. But um, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the, uh, the under. I don't think he's going to get two touchdowns again. Okay. So since you guys are both taking the under, I'll take the over. Um, so I guess to put it like a different way, I guess, um, in five games, he scored five touchdowns. Um, that's kind of fluky because, you know, three other games, he didn't score a touchdown at all. And he, he can do it on the ground. He can do it, you know, in the air. So um, I think he can, against a Miami defense that has, hasn't been that great. Like, they, they've, been, they've been better. Like, last year, they were much better than they were this year. Um, I mean, Atlanta and Miami, they, their offense is... I feel like they're kind of similar in some ways. Um, so I feel like they're going to keep battling. They're going to keep scoring. No one's going to really blow each other out. Um, so, yeah, I take the over here. That's good. I think it's, it's also important because kind of I'm looking at Cordero Patterson's stats here, and four of his five touchdowns are through the air. So if he's going to do it, it's going to be through the air. All right. Ryan, what's your, uh, what's your over-under? All right, cool. So I have an interesting one. Uh, my over/under is: Will Jalen Hurts throw for 300 yards or more against the Las Vegas Raiders? And uh, just to put some stats, just for uh, you guys, the Raiders are 10th in passing defense, only allowing 227 yards per game, and Jalen has only thrown for over 300 twice out of six. But the teams he's thrown against were Dallas and KC that he threw over 300 yards, which I, for me is a little surprising because I think both their secondaries are you know pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, over or under 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts? Initial yeah, thoughts? I can jump in on this. So after watching Jalen Hurts these past two weeks, um, I mean initially when he started the season, I thought he was going to be great this year. Um, but he he kind of slowed down these past couple weeks and. He hasn't been passing the the eye test, um, hasn't been looking good, hasn't been really spreading the ball as much, um, not making really good um, decisions. And I don't know if that's because of the, the play calling or, or what's up, but um, he hasn't been looking good. So I'm taking the under here. 
especially against the Raiders, who has a really good um, rush defense. The old line for for the Eagles haven't been looking that great either. Um, I mean, we can look at you know Miles Sanders. He hasn't lived up to his expectations this year, so um, I think he's going to struggle against the Raiders too. Yeah, um, I, I I like the under here also mainly because um, we, we we've already mentioned that the Las Vegas Raiders defense is top ten, but um, when you watch Jalen Hurts play, he the, the his pocket collapses so fast that he always he pretty much always has to run outside the pocket and yep. escape the pocket in order to throw, and um, I think that it's going to be tough to, for him to get those three hundred yards through the air that way, and um, I don't know, I just. That's just my gut feeling. All right. Mm, I see a pattern here. So um, since you two went with the under, I'm going with the over. Uh, both multiple reasons. One, he, uh, he's my quarterback, so got root for him. <laughs> there. Uh, the second thing is I do agree with Jimmy's um, point where his pocket, he literally has three seconds from the snap to throw. I've watched multiple games just looking at him, and he just seems to not be able to find someone down deep. Either he's not seeing the field or playing against great defenses, but he does struggle to run. And when he does, he runs for like two or three yards or gets sacked. Um, but another thing I noticed is the Eagles, I seem to always play from behind. Um, so that kind of eliminates the run. Maybe that's why Miles Sanders is not getting too many touches. Um, and with Zach Ertz gone, it does lower the confidence a little bit. Um, but I think, he, I think he can do it. I think he can throw for 300, a couple touchdowns, just to keep the game close. Keep it interesting. Um, he's been getting me a lot of garbage points because he's always playing from behind. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna factor that in, and he's gonna he's gonna do it. I think he's gonna do it. Yeah. Um, you did bring up something that I I kind of want to comment on. The the only game two games that he threw over 300 yards on was it against Dallas and KC. Right. And um, I know that KC definitely doesn't have a good secondary. They they get scored on quite quite a bit. Right. But um. It just seems that like he gets more yards when he needs to catch up, like you were saying. Yep. Because Casey and Dallas both have great offenses, um, so I, I definitely see it being a possibility. But I don't think Las Vegas is going to. Um, they certainly can through Darren, Darren Waller, but other than that, like it's kind of they haven't been that good lately in terms of scoring. Yeah. Like uh, Derek Carr gets a lot of yards uh, through the air. He's still he's only second behind Tom Brady now. But um, yeah, I I just don't think this is gonna be that high scoring of a game. So. Yeah, it's hard to take the over when Jalen Hurst likes to run. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's gonna choose to run again against the Raiders because like <laughs> he's not gonna have any other choice because you know when the like you guys mentioned the the pocket collapses too fast and then he just the first in, instinct for him is to run you know to to, to try to make a play. Um, so. He definitely needs to stay in there and, you know, find some time, move that feet, but... Yeah, that's something they got to yeah. work on. We'll see. All right, let me uh, let me throw out the next one. Um, so I have here A.J. Brown over under 60 yards. Uh, receiving yards, that is. Um, in the past, he's he's essentially played only four games. This is one game he kind of played a little bit, but he got hurt or left early because he only has he did two, two targets, no receptions that game. Um. So essentially, he's only played four games so far this season, and uh, his his yards goes uh, from week one, 49 yards, week two, 43 yards, week five, 38 yards, week six, 91 yards. 
So I'm placing the line at 60 yards. Um, do you guys think that he can go over? Or is he going to go over that or is he going to have less than that? So my, my initial thought right away is Julio was uh, ruled out yesterday because of a hamstring injury. So now A.J. Brown's the guy again. Um, they are playing Kansas City this week. Um, so I do see a lot of yards being you know distributed. Um, but... Again, Derrick Henry is still there, <laughs> and he he carries that offense essentially. Like he is the titan, you know. So um, this is a pretty good stat or a good over under. Um, but I, I don't know. I can't make up my mind yet. Yeah, Ryan, do you want to share any thoughts before? before yeah, Jimmy thinks about it. So uh, for the same exact reasons that Jimmy stated, you know, Derrick Henry being the king. Carrying mm-hmm. the team, literally got a seventy-six yard touchdown one play. Mm-hmm. There's not. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of opportunities um, for uh, Tannehill to throw because Kansas City's defense is not that good. I don't think they can stop the run, with, especially with Derrick Henry. But with Julio possibly be out, and I don't really see another receiver like that stands out to me. I think he's gonna. AJ Brown's gonna do it. Um, with if he's like the only best option, they they might cover him, but. Who knows? He, I, he he has speed. He can break out. Um, he only needs you no know, two or three receptions. He does go for the deep ball, so yeah. he could literally get in one play if if, if he needed to. Um, but I have the utmost confidence. Okay, so you're taking the over. I'm taking the over for this one. What do you think, Jimmy? I think I have to I have to agree with Ryan here and take the over as well, just because um, I feel like this is his. As long as he can stay healthy. I think this is his, you know, his the the stats that he usually puts up from like last year where he was, you know, a breakout star. This is where he's going to start picking it back up. Um, I feel like Tannehill has a lot of confidence confidence after that win um, against the Bills uh, this past week. So I think he can do it. All right. So uh, you guys are both um, going, taking the same thing again. So I'm, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move the line. I'm going to see what you guys Oh, interesting. Think I feel like 60 for... I, you know, it's a little low for AJ Brown. It but is, but I, but I see but, why. But based why? on the stats so far, why. that's why I picked sixty. So what I if I why. what if I move to line the line to eighty? Would you guys Ooh. still take the over the uh, the over on that? That's a good one. That's a whole twenty yards that you're tacking on to what you have so far. Um, I don't know. Now it's kind of now I kind of have to step back a little bit. Now and, it's interesting. Um, but who are the other options there? Chester Rogers. Chester Rogers. Um, um, again, like these guys, I don't really, they don't really pop to me, but if playing against Casey, it's going to be a high scoring game. They're probably going to double AJ Brown. Yeah. Well, I think it being a high score scoring game, you know, Casey's offense is, is always elite. So I feel like the Titans are going to have to play from behind and they're going to have to look to throw. So who else, but the number one guy for, for Tannehill. So I'll, I'll, I'll still take the over here. Yeah, I agree. I, I, okay, move, he, moving the line again. <laughs> hundred yards. You trying to break y- us apart? Hundred yeah. yards. Oh. oh, hundred yards is tough. That's he hasn't broken a hundred yards this year either. He hasn't. Ninety-one. It's pretty close. But if I, let me say this, if he had the chance to, I think this is the game. This is going to be like a forty-two, forty-one scoring game. Okay, so Ryan's taking. Sticking I have. To over. I, I well. I'm a little biased. He's on my team as well for Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So I would love for him to get a couple touchdowns and 100 yards. Yeah. But I think realistically, when you think of A.J. Brown, he's the guy. Julio, I don't think, has played 100% there. And he might not even for this season. Yeah. There's, there's no one else there. You 
you have to throw and trust that AJ Brown's gonna catch it. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna get he's gonna do it. What about you, Jimmy? So 80 yards was kind of like the borderline for me. Gotcha. Um, so I don't with Derrick Henry there, you know, like I said, carrying that offense, I don't think he can get past 80. Okay. Like it, so I think it'll stay under 80. The, the line for Jimmy is there we go. That's where the line is. Yeah. So uh, for, for myself personally, at a hundred yards, uh, this is this is scary to take. But I think I'm gonna take, I'm gonna agree with Ryan because um, it's hard because Ryan Tannehill he's been an okay quarterback. Like he's uh, we expected him to be really good this season. He's only been like kind of mediocre, right? Um, so that's why it's really tough. But the Kansas City defense has not been that great either. So um, I think Ryan Tannehill has an opportunity to 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 be the quarterback that he was supposed to be this game, um, being a high scoring game again probably playing from behind though they'll, they'll be throwing a lot and I, I think AJ Brown has proven himself before that he can do it. So I'll take the over here. He's he's a, he's a big streaming quarterback this week because of all the quarterbacks that are out because of the bye. Yeah, absolutely. He is. And um I mean pretty much anybody I know last week one of the hot quarterbacks was uh, Taylor Heineke because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. For the same reason that they can be scored on. Um I still think like the chief every Chiefs game has been high scoring because yeah. their defense can't hold it, so other teams are kind of forced to keep throwing. So, but do I, you guys do you guys think that they can game plan for AJ Brown here? Because we, we, you did mention that Taylor Heineke um, played against the Chiefs, but they did kind of lock down Terry McLaurin this past week. They did, but also I think that they're gonna focus more on Derrick Henry than they are on AJ Brown since AJ Brown's been kind of quiet. You they, think, they got they got the honey badger there. They got, you think there's a game plan for Derrick Henry? <laughs> No, I think they're going to try this game plan for Derrick Henry. They got to build a wall to stop this man. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was interesting. Uh, Any final thoughts on this player, AJ Brown? No, that was a good stat line, though. Yeah. I like that you kept kept, uh, moving the line. It's something that I I keep forgetting to do when we we do these games because, like, it's it's nice to have different opinions and see where that line is. Yeah. uh, Basically, how how much you value that player. So, let's move on to our next... um, Next so, so I have a team. Um, I just wanted to like piggyback off of um, Cordero Patterson. Um, so the team that I have is Atlanta versus Miami. The over under for this week is forty eight points. Are you guys taking the over or the under? This one's tough. This is a tricky because when you hear these teams, you, you just think Bleh. they suck. Yeah, but I mean Atlanta is coming out coming out of the bye this week. Yeah, and they they, become, they so they'll be arrested, and they I think they've been doing decent. Like when they played in in uh, London, they actually scored a decent amount against who was it? Jacksonville. I think it was, it was, I think it was the Jets. 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 Oh Jets. right, right. Yeah, sure yeah. I think that they they scored a good amount of points. It was a pretty good game. I think both offenses are actually pretty good. Yep, they're capable. They both have potential. Right. But they get stopped very easily. But both defenses, are, I think, are also pretty bad. Yeah. So the, I don't I don't know any dominant defensive players on either team yeah i think that's like an issue for them and i actually think it's gonna be a shootout it's gonna be a high scoring shootout of who has the best offense um i don't think the defenses are gonna show up it's gonna be pretty high scoring game so i'm gonna take the over for this one all right i'll, I'll take the under i think both teams are just they're just rough to hear about and uh like Miami, Miami's not that good. Atlanta's been been a little better than Miami. I think. I think Atlanta takes the game, but like, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it takes them very much to take the game. So, I'm gonna take the under. So, so 
So my thoughts on it is that I would take the under if Tua wasn't back. So if Jacoby Brissett was still starting, then I would probably take the under here. But because Tua is back, I have I have a good strong feeling that this game can go over. Um, you know, these guys uh, Atlanta's fresh, um, and I feel like Miami Miami can put up points. They still they still have some viable options there. You know, Gasicki's still there. Jalen Waddle coming off a big game. Um, Tua, you know, that, that probably boosts his confidence. Um, so I think it could go easily over 48. I also want to point out that Matt Ryan, even though, you know, his, the record might not show it, he's an elite quarterback. He's thrown for plenty of yards, plenty of touchdowns, and he gets Calvin Ridley back, his number one receiver on that team uh, with Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson. He's going to find ways to score. Um, he has the experience. Tua is still pretty young. Um, so I think he's going to be able to find the end zone, I think, pretty easily. All right. I think uh, we all talked out on, the, on these two teams. Yeah. Yep. I mean, not much to really say. I can't, I can't say anything. I'm trying to pick, pick some stuff. I do like your guys' tick because I have Kyle Pitts in another league, and I mm-hmm. hope he goes off. There you go. But, um, Yeah. I think that's it for for this. Oh no, no, we have one more. Yeah, we have one more. Okay, uh, this one will be kind of, I think easy. Uh, so I also have a team, and it's going to be the Ravens versus the Bengals over under forty seven points. Mm-hmm. Um, Ravens versus Bengals. So the Ravens destroyed the um, the Chargers last week. Uh, I I kind of guessed that would happen. Um, I don't know why. I just felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think the three of us were talking earlier. Jimmy, you were the one that said that you think the Bengals take this, right? Yeah. I, I think Joe Burrow can lead this ship to a uh, victory, you know? I, th- I think that's a really interesting take because you're, you're basically saying the Bengals do better than against the Ravens than the Chargers did. And when you compare the Bengals and the Chargers, I feel like the Bengals are the worst team. Did the Chargers misuse Eckler? He only had like seven. Did he get hurt? He only I carried th- for seven I, times. I think it was just a bad day for everybody. Um, Herbert didn't really do well. Uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, no one really. Did Mike Williams play? I think he got hurt, right? He had he, that I injury. Think he, I think he yeah. got hurt. He's questionable. Yeah, But um, I, I saw Eckler's stat and I was shocked. Well, I guess it seems like Mike Williams is like a centerpiece for that offense. Um, so without him, they kind of they kind of felt, I mean, I don't know. With, with him not being 100%, they kind of fell apart. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I think the the Bengals have the 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 offense to you know win the game against the Ravens. I mean Lamar is you know he's been playing out of his mind, but I feel like the Bengals can take this one. Yeah. Um. So right, actually, right, this is helpful that you put this here in the show doc that the Bengals are, are being they're being given six point five. Is that correct? Correct. Uh. So the so the Ravens are the favorites here. Um. In terms of point total being 47, that's approximately, uh, what, like 21, 21, 28, 27, something like that. So, I don't know. This one's tough. It's kind of like right in the middle, you know, like you could see both offenses showing up. Yeah. Or you know um, Lamar and the defense just shut them down. I think Lamar has been has been pretty hot lately, and I think Joe Burrow has been pretty good too because I already mentioned that he's been going like two three touchdowns every single game. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna take the over here over 47. I think um, the only way that they don't go over 47 is if uh, Joe Burrow gets shut down. Yeah, I mean 
this isn't the first game that you know Joe, Joe Burrow played against an MVP. Um, he played against Aaron Rodgers a couple weeks back. It was a really close game. They almost won that game. Right. I picked um, for them to win that game. I almost had the upset. Yeah. So they lost an OT. Uh, so I think they have a they have a great chance here of of beating um, Lamar and, and the Ravens um, at home. I feel like it'll be an upset. I'll also take the over um, just because I, I believe in Burrow. Uh, um, Lamar, like I said, he's been playing out of his mind. So they can easily uh, push you know, past this this uh, line. Yeah, I think so too. So. Nice, nice. I'm going to be the devil's advocate. I'm going to go under. Okay. And my reasoning for that is I think Lamar last week, he actually did not have a good showing. It was mostly the running backs that scored for him. He did throw one touchdown to Mark Andrews. Um, but fantasy-wise, he only had 13 points. He was able to move the ball, which is very important. But that the the running backs carried that team last week. Um, and the defense, obviously, being great defense. Um, I think they can shut Joe Burrow down. Um, he's gonna he's gonna try, but I just I just don't see someone like it being back to back. I think. Uh, the Ravens are going to shut them down early and just run the clock out. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. For the Joe Burrow over under, did you, did you take the over or under? I forget. I was like, I'm trying to be devil's advocate here. <laughs> so, you know, make the show a little interesting, right? <laughs> All right. No, that's fair. <clears throat> that's fair. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is, this is definitely a very interesting game. I mean, it's, it's a, you know what? It's it's a divisional game, and you know oh. what I like. To, you know what I like to, to say about these divisional games. You know they really yeah. they really get you know down in the mud, and you know, um, I'm looking right now, and and the Ravens are on a wide, uh, a five game winning streak. I think they lost to the Raiders overtime. The yeah, first left week. that yeah. first week, and they they've been they've been uh, different since then. But yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game regardless. Yeah. Yep. And I know that you mentioned that. Um, Lamar Jackson hasn't been wasn't as hot as he was right, last right. week in in comparison to previous weeks, but I know that he's been throwing much more than he usually does. Yeah, he in, in previous years. Yeah, I think he he's so. he stopped on the the running and being more of a quarterback. I think he had some criticism saying, "Oh, you know, you're like Michael Vick, you're just gonna run the ball and never throw." Yeah, and he's I think he's trying to prove that to people that he can't throw. Yeah, and that's why um, Marquise Brown's been hot and and all that, and I I think that gives him more opportunity to, for touchdown. There you go. So I'm, I'm, I think it's the over. I think that's it for this over under. You guys want to propose any last minute ones? You, you guys want to talk about? Nope. I think they were good though. Okay, let's move on. Bipocalypse snake draft. Ooh, a little rock nice. and roll right there. Uh, yeah. I want being trying to be a little different, and if we can, if we can get these recorded for good, that'd be good. <laughs> we just need a little sound pad so we can play all these sounds. Yep. Um. All right, so this week, uh, as you guys know, week seven is going to be the biggest bye week of the season. There's lots of teams on the bye. It's it's like it's your big teams too. It's like you, you got the uh, the Bills on the bye, Cowboys on bye. Um, there, there was about six teams. I, I yeah, pulled it up. The they're all like really good teams that are on bye. So it's really interesting who who people are going to play this week. Um, pull it up. Real I just quick. know that there's one team that that's on the bye with the good teams, and it's the Saints. They're not as good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the six, the six that are going into their bye week um, is or are the the Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Jacksonville Jaguars, 
Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah, there's there's two teams that don't really match there. Yeah, a couple of imposters <laughs> in there, huh? <laughs> but that's all right. So uh, what, we're, what we're planning to do t- uh, today is to do a little a snake draft just for week seven, um, picking teams of one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and one tight end. It's a total of six positions. Uh, and this is where our way of previewing who we think is going to go going to do well next week and um, hopefully that'll give you guys confidence too in the players that we pick um, just to add on a little extra we took out the top five players from each position so players like Patrick Mahomes and um, Josh Derek, Al- Josh Allen's on by Derrick Henry Derrick Henry they're, they're not going to be pickable for us um, uh, that's top five on the season so like if they're ranked top five uh, from weeks one to six we won't be able to pick them um, so how are we going to decide? Let's, let's have Ryan go first. Or do you like the first position, Ryan? Uh, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. It's a snake draft. So. It's a snake draft. It's important. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'll do whatever you guys decide. Um, I got, I got strats for everything. We, we can't even go by, uh, by, by score of previous segments. Like we did last <laughs> time when we drafted. <laughs> then we all get zero. We all got zero. So we can't do that. <laughs> last time, uh, we were able to decide that way. Um, all right. So. I found a randomizer real quick. I put our names in, and here's the order. Ryan, Elvis, Jimmy. So, Ryan, you get first pick. Uh, uh, I get second pick. I get the turnaround. And Jimmy, you get the turnaround. Yeah. Well, I wanted the third spot. That was, I think that's the best spot. Well, you still get you still get two turns as opposed to Jimmy's three turns. Yeah. Gotta play the draft. Yep. Alrighty. So, uh, let's get started. Ryan, you're on the clock. All right, here we go. So, my 101. It's going to be a QB. Mm-hmm. And it is Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Okay. Interesting. Interesting pick there. All right. Here's here's my reasoning. Okay. Where is he playing this week? The Lions. Oh, oh. it's going to be homecoming. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to Detroit or not. I think he's going to Detroit. Ah, even better. I think he's going to show up and he's going to say, hey, Detroit, watch what I could do. When I have a great GM and great receivers, he's gonna go off. You don't think it's gonna backfire because no. you know the Lions kind of did him a favor. Well, you know, you know the Lions defense doesn't really scare me. Jared Goff doesn't scare me. I just see Matthew Stafford just going in there. You know, people probably booing him or no, it wasn't his fault. I think he got he got traded, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he gets, yeah. I think he gets some so, love. So I think he's gonna get. You know, like when Tom Brady came back, they're going to clap for him. But when the clocks hits 15, they're going to start booing. And he's going to feed off it. He's going to go off. Um, he's got Cooper Cup, Woods, Everett, uh, Henderson. It's just, I don't see Detroit stopping this man. And he's going to, he's, they're not going to pull him out. No. It's going to be a blowout. Fourth quarter, he's still going to sling it. It's just, I don't see another QB with such high stakes, but it's also high reward. Um, that's my take on the first pick. What's your thought on the uh, the game script for this game? Like, do you think that the the Lions gonna play, be playing from behind? Because if if that's the case, then the Rams might run it more than you think. Yeah, you know, Jer- I think Jared Goff also has something to prove against the Rams. Yeah, this is an interesting one because both quarterbacks are playing against their old their yeah, uh, former team. R- right, super and, revenge game. <laughs> I, I think Sean McVay and and Jared Goff kind of had a falling out. You know, oh, they, I think they did. And Jared Goff's gonna be okay. You sent me to, you know, a worse team. 
quote unquote worst team. I'm not. I don't know. If they're that, that bad. He's gonna sling it. But the problem is he doesn't have the weapons. He doesn't. Um. So I hope the game is close in the beginning so that Stafford can keep throwing. But I think regardless, he's gonna prove to Detroit that he's better. All right. So, one on one. That's my Stafford. take. That's my Interesting. take. Interesting. Yep. Elvis, you're up next. Yeah, I'm up. Um, we we already mentioned that this uh, middle position is kind of tough because we don't get that two picks in a row type of thing. <laughs> so I feel like I have to secure the most points I can um, right now. Um, and I'm looking through this list, and I'm going to take a second. <laughs> fair. I'm going to take... Wait, do we take... Is this guy still in the top? Okay, he's here. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers mm. against the Washington Redskins. Their their defense isn't as good as they were supposed to be this season. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. So I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. So you guys are going QB first here. Yeah. I get the most so points. From what I learned from last uh, draft on, on the show, um, I don't have to pick QB. Yeah. Because... Yep. You know, see, I want. I want. We're not gonna pick QB. Yeah. So. I I wanted a third because then I would. I wanted to see what you guys pick so I can pick two. You know, yeah. potentially one on ones, but yeah. So this yeah. makes it extremely easy for me. All right, I just have to confirm when I pick him. So first guy, it looks like Alvin Kamara. He's not crossed out. Nope, he's playing next week. Dang it! He's returning from a bye. All right. Dang so it! That's my first guy. He's my one hundred two. And. This is kind of tough for me. I have I have two guys that I, I would pick here, um, in the same position. I think I think I go Tyreek Hill here. It was either him or Debo Samuel for me. Yeah, those are right, that's good. So um, so you think Kamara's gonna? He's been I have him on my team and he's been kind of like he hasn't been that exciting this year. Like he's good, but he hasn't been hasn't been exciting. You think he's gonna be the RB one on the week? Have you have you not? me talk about the Seattle Seahawks defense. So I actually, I actually had a stat for that because Alvin Kamara was my one-on-one for running backs. Mm-hmm. Seattle is the 30th worst run defense. Swiss which, cheese, man. Which is surprising. Just awful. That's uh, that's exciting for me <laughs> for our league. But uh, okay, how about uh, how about how about Tyreek Hill? Just because he's Tyreek Hill? Yeah, I mean, I I I feel bad leaving him on the board because um, I know if if it comes around he's not going to be there anymore um i thought one of you guys were gonna you know pick up Kamara, and then the other was going to pick up the next guy you know tyreek hill um and then i was looking at other receivers can't really trust hopkins so the next guy i would have picked was, was debo samuel but tyreek hill's still there so i'm picking him yeah no right. great great picks all right we're going back to me um i'm gonna follow up with uh with Aaron Jones, but the same the same combo I had last time. Oh, no, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I had the stack here. Uh, usually, I don't feel confident. I don't like going out of my way for the stack. Um, but I think next to Kamara, I think um, Aaron Jones. I think he's gonna have a solid week. And oh. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a little uh, scared about Aaron Jones. Um, like Dylan actually, he's been he, he's been productive. Chi- he chips in with. With some of his touches, especially in the end zone, yeah, he's he's been, he's been catching, doing some catching work too. I right. believe. Besides that four touchdown game against the Lions um, for Aaron Jones, I think he only scored one touchdown 
after that, which was last week. Yeah. Um. So, interesting so, pick. Well, we'll see. This is the the Packers stacker. Packer stacker. <laughs> if that game is is three to zero, I'm sorry. Alrighty. All right, my turn. Yep. Going back to Ryan. Back to Ryan. All right. So, Jimmy picked a receiver, a tight end. No, I picked the I picked the receiver, receiver running a, back. Running back. Yeah. Elvis also picked a running back, so I gotta go tight end. So I'm gonna go with Kyle Pitts. Mm. My first. Okay. Pick. Uh, again, like we said earlier, playing against a relatively easy defense with Miami. Um, with Calvin Ridley coming back, I think he's gonna get more more targets. Um, hopefully finds the end zone a couple times. And uh, yeah, I yeah. think I think it kind of just I don't really see um, any other tight end that I can trust. Yep. So that's the uh, that's the two hundred three. You also have the three hundred one, Ryan. Okay. Here we go. Um, so you both pick a running back, so I don't need to pick a running back. I'll go receiver. Hmm. Are you sure? You don't have to pick a sec- another running back? There's two running back positions. <laughs> I thought there was only one. No. There's two. Oh, there's two? Yeah. Okay. Didn't have told him, Elvis. Ooh, <laughs> scary, scary. But I wanted to, I want to keep this competitive. Ooh, running back. Okay, so we need to go receiver or running back. Let's see. I am going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. Where are you going? I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> This is tough. I like. I don't want to do kind of what Elvis, you know, being a Packer right now because Daryl Henderson is up there. Leonard Fournette. I think he's playing against the. They're playing against the Bears this week. That's a good defense. Um. Let's see. You know, I'm. I'm gonna surprise you guys. I'm going with Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard for yep. QB one. Okay. Uh, RB RB one. RB one. Yeah. Chuba. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Chuba. So CMC, uh, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, like if you're playing against him, um, is out, and he is their their workhorse. He, mm-hmm. I think, I put him on the same field as a uh, uh, Derrick Henry, um, but he he's out until week nine in the IR, and the um, Panthers are playing against the Giants, which are the 29th worst run defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be a, it could be a blowout. Where Hubbard gets a lot of um, reps just to you know run down the clock. Hopefully Darnold can move um, the offense down the field and then get a couple touchdowns or just you know over 100 yards. So I'm gonna yeah. go with Chuba for the first round. I don't really see another running back like that can make that. Also, you know, putting the teams they're playing against. So I'm just gonna go with Chuba and just you know it looks good in all cylinders. Fair, fair. Um. I like that. I like those deeper picks. So, um, I think I'm going to take as my, I'm going to take another running back and, um, this will be my second running back. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick someone who's a little, um, more in the, in the flex position type of person, somebody who can go, who can go off, um, I have some. I think I, I'm sure I have some secured points already at the running back position, and I want that explosive player for my running back too. So I'm actually gonna take somebody we talked about earlier, and that's gonna be Cordero Patterson. Nice, nice. interesting. So you're putting a receiver or a running back? What? For oh position? no, no! I'm putting him at running back. <laughs> so I thought you guys were gonna like take, you know, the the more known. Um, productive guys mm-hmm. because since you're taking away five of the top guys already 
Um, it's kind of thin, mm-hmm. but I'm su- I'm surprised to see Daryl Henderson, Fournette, Swift, Mixon still on the board. Yeah, there. there's still definitely a lot of really I, good. I'm, I'm looking at matchups. So with like Henderson, I don't I don't want to double with the Rams because mm-hmm. um, if they have a bad game, it's, uh, it's not good. And I feel like Joe Mixon against Ravens defense, you know, it's gonna be tough. I don't I don't know if he's gonna produce that well. Agreed. So just to recap, you guys both took your running backs already, or is- yeah. Uh, I, I, took, I, I took both of my running backs. I got one. Also, Ryan still has another yeah. one. Yeah. You're going to leave me. So, I, I get the turnaround again. Um, so, I want to take... I'm going to take DeAndre Swift here. He's playing mm-hmm. against the Rams. Um, tough defense, but he's he's a, he's a good player. So, uh, I, I think he can still get it done. Um, so, that's my... My last running back pick, and then I think I'm gonna go receiver here again. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Debo. Debo was gonna be my first receiver pick, but he's still here on the board, so I'm taking him. All right, sounds good. All right, back to me again. Um, let's see. I think I know who I want here. Is there, Jimmy's looking at me like it's an <laughs> obvious choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already done with my quarterback and running backs. So I just wide receivers and tight ends for me. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'll play the draft or what we're we doing. <laughs> I'm going to uh I'm gonna stick with the core my this correlation, this Green Bay Washington game. I'm gonna take Terry McLaurin. Putting my I'm putting all my chips in one game right now. <laughs> I wanted him. All his eggs in one basket. I wanted him. Terry McLaurin is my pick, Ryan. So you're up. <sighs> We're in a tight spot, boys. All right, so I am going to take two receivers since you guys are done with your running backs. Mm-hmm. My first receiver is going to be D Hops. All right. Um, again, it it is a risky pick because he literally has to compete with four other guys. Mm-hmm. Pre- pretty good receivers, um, but he's a top receiver. I just can't I just can't say no to that. Um, yeah, and he's available. Like he's- yeah, he he's he can easily you know. Get up, get yards, touchdown. You need to. I don't think anyone can cover him one on one. They're putting two or three guys on him, which again kind of refutes my 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 thing. But he mm-hmm. can get open or or at least try to. So put some faith on D Hops, and then my second receiver uh, is going to be, you know, I'm gonna do it, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Okay, somebody yeah. we talked about. Jalen Waddle. We hyped him up a lot this 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 podcast. So I'm gonna gonna put my trust in him. Right. We're back to me. I think I know who I'm going to pick, but I want to confirm some something really quick. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a probably player player that we've mentioned before in the previous podcast who was overlooked. I think I'm going to go with uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, they're playing the Jets this week, who are 27th ranked defense. Um, and Myers is the top option in, at, at, at New England. Yeah, I, I I like that pick because I think Mac Jones is he looks really good. He's he I feel like he's heating up. Yeah. So all right. Is is Jacoby still on his touchdown drought? Uh I think he caught one last week, but I can check for that check for that really quick. All right, while you check, I'll I'll go ahead and close out my team. So I need a tight end and a quarterback here. For my tight end, I'm gonna take Higby. Mm. And then for my quarterback I'm going to take, I'll take Lamar Jackson. Okay, good pick, good pick. 
and we, we kind of already discussed Jackson and uh and and the the Rams game. So yeah. So yeah, back to me. I only have one position left, and that's tight end. I punted tight end to last because um, I feel like there's a lot of volatility in the tight end position, and all the guaranteed names that names that are guaranteed to do good are not on our list of available players. Mm-hmm. Um, so at tight end, I will be taking Higby's gone, Pitts is gone. <clears throat> Hawkinson is supposed to be good, but he hasn't been doing that great. Does he have a bounce back game this game with Goff? I don't know. He's kind of banged up. Yeah, he's kind of banged up. You know what? We mentioned him before. He's probably one of the only options on that team. Uh, I'm taking Kasiki. Nice. I like it. All right. And yeah, we already mentioned that he's he's been he's been pretty good, and he's the only option like besides Waddle and uh, Waddle. Yeah, <laughs> just Waddle. All right, Ryan. Last pick. All right, I get to close the draft out. Yep. Um, you have one more running back. A lot, lot of options, you know. All right. Since I'm the last one, I'm between two. Uh huh. Between Leonard Fournette and James Conner. Now, James Conner, I think, I think he takes over touches against Chase Edmonds. Oh, you think? You really think so? I, I, he's got way more touchdowns than he has in the end zone. Um, that's what I've been seeing. I uh, could be wrong on that, but I'm seeing Conner's name pop up a lot more in fantasy than I do see Chase Edmonds. Um, the reasoning, uh, I'm a little iffy on Fournette. Um, he looks. He was great last week. He's the clear workhorse for Tampa uh, with Ronald Jones. Not really getting much. Gene uh, Aubrey Bernard comes in for relief. But they're playing the Bears. Mm-hmm. The Bears, that Bears defense is pretty pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to, uh, just considering the matchups, both offenses are great. Uh, but I think, I think I'm going to go Leonard Fournette. All right, Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. Then I'm going to go Lenny. Regular, regular season Lenny. Yep. Regular season Lenny. He's great during the regular season. Oh, yeah. Uh, a playoff Lenny. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, he Lombardi. Goes for, yeah, Lombardi he, Lenny. Hmm. All right. That's, that's, so that, that wraps up our draft. Just to finish, uh, just to answer some questions, Jimmy asked if um, Jacoby Myers is on his touchdown drought. He is. So he's overdue. Uh, and for Ryan's comment on uh, the Connors Chase Edmonds situation, um, in games weeks in games from weeks one through five, uh, Chase Edmonds definitely gets more touches by far. But this past week, James Conner got more of the work. Oh, so, interesting. So, yeah. So, um, just just for comparison, Chase Edmonds only played thirty seven percent of the snaps, whereas James Conner played fifty five percent. And it's the first time that James Conner has gotten more play. Oh, okay. So if this continue, just trend continues, you know. So more like a one A one B, huh? Yeah, it's still it's still one A one B, but um. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I went with Fournette then. That, that one's a little tricky. Alrighty. Um, so let's just recap our teams real quick. At quarterback, um, Ryan has Matthew Stafford. I have Aaron Rodgers. And Jimmy has Lamar Jackson. At running backs, Ryan has Juba Hubbard and Leonard Fournette. I have uh, Cordero Patterson and uh, Aaron Jones. And Jimmy has uh, Kamara and Swift. At wide receiver, Ryan has Hopkins and Waddle. I have McLaurin and Jacoby Myers. And Jimmy has Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill. And rounding out at tight end, Ryan has Pitts. I have Gesicki. And Jimmy has Higby. So uh, good luck to you both. And um, let's move on to the to wrap up our podcast. Um, 
our usual blank of the week. Right. Why don't you go first? I'm interested. I don't know what this means. Yeah. Did you guys see it? So my blank of the week is the flip of the week. And that award goes to uh, Kamish Jimmer. Uh, let me explain what the flip of the week was. So I was watching everyone's uh, matchups, right? And I think I saw Henry versus Jimmy. And that was the score was so low. It was like, well, I think they projected both 110 or something. And uh, the Patriots-Cowboys game was a big game for Jimmy because he had C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott. And it was it was going pretty bad. And right when, you know, I think he was projected to lose at one point as well. And then right when I turn off the TV, I look back, and he's up 145 points. It's like, like like that. Like, the, what a flip. And uh, I think it was because of the OT game with the winning yeah. touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I got awarded that. Just the, the biggest flip. Of the week, nice. Congrats, Jimmy. Yeah, I, thank you. First of all, I couldn't, I couldn't like stand my team scoring like that low or like they were projected so low. I took a nap <laughs> and then I actually woke up just in time for the for overtime um, in the in the Cowboys and, and Patriots game. Nice. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm awarding Juggernaut of the week because we we know we have a couple of Juggernauts in our team Ooh, who are always always scoring, but they never get recognition because everybody wants them to get beat and stuff like that. I'm awarding this to uh, to L. Um, the winner, L, the winner. <laughs> yeah, L. He's L, a big L. Yeah, he's um, he's he's the most feared team in our league for, by far. So, yep. Um, he's getting some recognition this week. Who do you got, Jimmy? So my blank of the week is going to Stephen. Um, originally I had it as trader of the week, but that sounds kind of boring. So I'm calling it treasure hunter of the week. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I mean, Stephen has been making a lot of moves. Not just this past week, but the week before that, he traded with me. Um, he's really racking up on those first round picks uh, for the upcoming years. Mm-hmm. So um, good for him. He knows what he's doing for his his uh, rebuilding phase. It looks like that's that's what that's what's going on with him. So uh, good luck to Steven. Yeah, shout right. out to Steven. He tried to trade with me, and I couldn't offer him nothing. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Steven. Uh, last time we had a podcast, I uh, I mentioned that I was talking to somebody trying to get DeAndre Swift. And we were talking for like a week and a half, and then he traded to somebody else, Jimmy. <laughs> a little tension in the, in the studio over here. <laughs> no, but it's all good. He, he he felt like he had a better deal with Jimmy than he did with me, so that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, all's fair there. So yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Yeah, uh, I think next week's podcast will be just me and Jimmy, and then we'll take a guest on week after. So we'll we'll come back with some uh, some ways for you to get on next time. Yeah, thank you, Ryan, for uh, for joining us this week. It, it was fun. Um, always cool to hear from uh, our league mates' perspective. You know, yeah, totally. Like, uh, I really like, I really like that you're really knowledgeable on the on the players. Like, even like players that aren't on your team, like mm-hmm. you, you know, you you, yeah. know, you know the defensive players and stuff yeah. like that too. So it's really cool. It's always great to have somebody um, who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, no, it was fun. Thanks, guys, for putting that. Uh... Uh, the rules, the guess for it, you know. Yeah. I had put it in literally last minute, and yeah. you know, got it. So just keep trying, people who want to get on here. Yeah. It seems. <laughs> it seems. It seems like people who put in their last their guess last minute have been getting on. Yeah. yeah that's what it could, seems that, like. That could be the that could be the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> Whoever posts an answer last gets on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All right. So that's it. That's um. Bye. That's a yeah. wrap. Good luck, everyone. I love this song. <laughs> oh, this is a little short. See ya. Later. Bye.